Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On the Bubble. Welcome back to another episode of On the Bubble. Today, Calvin and I will be talking about the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Just an interesting little uh, little mascot. We're talking about a team that went 18 and 11 last year. It's a it's a team that's in Arkansas. And and Calvin, um, what was what was uh, your favorite dam that you visited in Arkansas? Mammoth Springs, man. Talked Mammoth. about it with talked about it with Pine Bluff, man. Arkansas is underrated as a state. Arkansas residents, I know y'all are listening. I hear you. Yep. Uh, go go check out our last episode. Uh, to to hear about Calvin's experiences there, but but yeah, this team from Jonesboro, Arkansas, uh, they went they went eighteen and eleven last year, so you know not not that bad, not that bad. Eight and seven in their own conference. Uh, they lost in the second round to the Sun Belt Conference tournament. Um, they do have a, a bunch of departures, including one notable one, but they're bringing in six to. Uh, the the roster this year, including one special person who you and I both know very well, but you did not find this information. I did. Do you know who is playing for the Red Wolves next year? Do you have a guess? Sadar Calhoun. No. A.B. Yes. The A.B., the French A.B. And and for for reference, Bubbles, Calvin's mouth just dropped. Yes, the AB, the French AB on Florida State basketball team. The player who witnessed our our victory on the IM basketball court, and uh, the player who like committed to Florida State last year, uh, and just like sat on the bench like ineligible to play for the entire year but he just like was one of the guys who was on the court he just like never dressed for any of the games and he was supposed to i have a story to play for us for a few years he was supposed to play for us for a few years but yeah he just transferred away so we can talk all about stories about ab who is now the one of the newest red wolves calvin please so i have this personal story i'm gonna correct you there gannon um I like to remain humble. We did lose that game that AB was watching oh, okay. for IM basketball, but I am hard of sight. Okay. I wear glasses. I do not see well, and I do not play with my glasses on because they're fragile. I don't want to break them and I play hard. So I'm not saying I'm good. And this is why AB was watching our game with mm-hmm. some of our fellow Florida state students and as time is running out, I see our friend Justin wide open in the corner, bringing the ball up the court. And I, try, there's a defender between me and Justin. I try to throw the ball over the defender. It probably goes 15 feet higher than it should have and basically drills AB in the face. And <laughs> I totally AB, remember this. AB, if, you, if you're listening, I am sorry. I did not do that on purpose. And I hope that I was not the reason that you transferred. Yeah, uh, it, it could have been a factor. Uh, yeah, it was so funny. And your your I don't, I don't know if you were dating Leanne at that point, or if you were still in like the the final like talking stage. 
but I know she came to to watch your game, and like right next to AB was Leanne, and it totally like like you might have pelted AB, but it was it looked like the ball at least from my perspective on the court was flying right at Leanne's head, also. So I thought that was very fun that she came to to watch your game, and you just gave her a nice Wilson to the face. <laughs> Um, w stamp on the forehead. W stamp on the forehead. Yeah. Uh, so so AB is a red wall. Uh, what what is Arkansas State getting? Uh, a, a person who's not very loyal to, to the program. Uh, you're getting a, per, a guy who speaks French fluently and communicates to likes to communicate with people who also speak French. Um. He has he has an interest in lots of different women, uh, so so I would not expect anyone at Arkansas State who could be pursuing AB uh, to find him a loyal man because he he's not he's not really he's not wasn't very loyal to Florida State and isn't loyal to, to particular women, um, but yeah just just a really really interesting fact someone that we knew uh, a little bit at Florida State. And he will get his first college minutes for the Red Wolves. Um, among the players leaving, the most notable and the guy who honestly seems like he carried the team last year, forward Norchad Omir. So Norchad Omir, I don't really know his backstory too much. Uh, he doesn't seem to be like a super ranked recruit at all. But he arrived as a as a freshman for Arkansas State last year, and put up these numbers: seventeen point nine points per game. 12.2 rebounds, 1.6 assists, or sorry, 1.6 steals, and 1.9 blocks. And that earned him Sunbelt Player of the Year honors and Defensive Player of the Year honors. He just he just swept the, the conference awards. He came in as a freshman and just absolutely dominated. Very, very interesting. Obviously, Arkansas State wasn't a very, like a particularly strong team. We didn't hear about them at all that much, but this is a guy that came in and dominated, but I mentioned he's a departure. We will probably see him at the Tucker Center next year. So we're losing AB at the Tucker Center, but we could be seeing Norchad Omir next year because he committed to Miami. So he is from Hialeah. He's from Hialeah. Uh, just, just kind of a kind of an interesting arrival and an interesting departure. So. So we'll get to see Norchad Omir up close. And honestly, with based on these numbers, I'm kind of intrigued on if he's going to earn get himself a starting role, uh, big minutes, you know, that, just, a, just a fun storyline for us as for the state students to keep an eye on. Yeah, he obviously proved his, his abilities to compete in the Sun Belt against other Division One teams. So, uh, yeah, I'd say I'm excited. I, I'm not typically fond of the Hurricanes, but I... I will watch Norchad's career with with some interest. So, yeah, just interesting. Um, so let, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the team before we hit on. I think you you, you looked up some facts on Jonesboro. I'm intrigued to learn all, about another city in Arkansas. Um, but yeah, six additions to this year's Arkansas State's men's basketball roster. Three are from the JUCO ranks. Two are from high school, and the one. D1 transfer, as we know, in, in AB. Um, Arkansas is losing their second lead, so they're losing their two top leading scorers. 
their second leading scorer, who was like their uh, shooting guard, he ranked uh, he ranked second in scoring, put up like around 10, 11 points per game. Uh, he transferred away, or he's in the transfer portal right now. So they're losing some guys. They're bringing in a lot, of, a lot of guys, but the the, the players in the wings, there's, there's no one really that that stands out at all. So uh, th- this team could take a, a little bit of a, a downward turn, judging by how much I believe Ormier just dominated. Let me see how many my my site shows how many possessions he was a part of. Yeah, yeah. Um, 28% of the time, the ball went through Norchad, which that ranks 133rd in the country, which if you're ranked 133rd in anything in this league, that's that's a high number. He had the fourth highest defensive rebound percentage, 32%. He just cleaned the glass. This guy, this guy was a beast. So I'm, I'm happy that he transferred. It sucks that's Miami, but he, this, this guy just like, did everything he could in his first year. Just, just very interesting stuff. Um, this is a small team. They, they, they. Uh, you know, I love my height stats. Their average height was 328th in the country. So, despite Norchad being uh, of a tall statue, I think he's like 6'11 or something like that. Um, he he was really like the only tall guy. Uh, yeah, everyone everyone else is a little shorty pants. Um, yeah, what, what what do you what do you have on? Do, do you have anything else on the the, the program? Um, there's not there's not too much to, to keep an eye on besides AB's arrival. Well, you can't really call them a bad team. I mean, a sixty-two win percentage is not horrible. Uh, they did they did they did pretty bad in conference, going nearly five hundred, but. But uh, with the departure of Omir, I think that AB could drop maybe 15, 16 a game. You know, I think he could flourish there. He uh, he just couldn't handle the pressure, the spotlight, you know, the expectations of such a prestigious program in Tallahassee. But I could see him, him putting up some 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 good numbers in Jonesboro for sure. I, I'm hoping the best for him. And, you know, it's just one more thing we know about the team. Uh but I could see them see them doing just about the same with uh, with AB taking over Norchad's spot. Uh, but totally. we'll see. But uh, I wanted to share some fun facts about the city of jo- Jonesboro, real quick, um, just to spark interest. You know, this team isn't particularly interesting, and like you mentioned, <laughs> Good. Good. I was hoping you would say that after you said, uh, yeah. spark some interest." Yeah, the. Uh... <laughs> They, they, uh, you mentioned they're a shorter team, and this is typically my fallback. You can't be prominent in Division One unless you have height because you need to grab those offensive rebounds. I don't know what they rank in offensive rebounding rate or rebounding rate in general. Well, but... you, it's, it's, it's average. They rank uh, 135th in the country on, in, in offensive, offensive rebound rebounding? rate. Oh, Oh, it's, maybe it's average. it might just be the Sunbelt Conference, then that's typically short, but yeah, uh, these yeah. guys in order to get into the March Madness tournament and make a difference, they need some height. They need some shooters and they need some defense. Um, But other than that, about Jonesboro itself, this is a pretty interesting city. Oh, can I, Uh, can I, can I touch on one, one more thing before you go? Just, just one more thing that uh, I'm I'm picking up. 
that that you mentioned on the team. So you said this team, you know, teams like this, they need they need shooting to advance. Um, twenty four percent of the team's points over the past year were three pointers, uh, and that ranks three hundred and thirty fifth in the country. So this team does doesn't really have those those shooters at all. Uh, it, it looks like they have multiple guys who have hooked up a lot of threes, but just at a very low rate in general. Um, yeah, the highest like three point shooter was like thirty five percent. So um, hmm. yeah, they, they don't they don't shoot the three well. Just I don't know if any of these JUCO guys will come in and that they can shoot. But uh, another another interesting fact. But please go, jump into Jonesboro. Jonesboro, Arkansas, man. Do you want to hear these facts? Are you excited? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Let's, let, so let's start on the fifth largest city in the state of Arkansas, which is irrelevant, by the way. Hmm. Uh, their motto is people, pride, progress. But they are making no progress inside of the what is the uh, first National Bank Arena. They're making zero progress there in terms of success. Uh, but they have, they do have the largest mall in Northeast Arkansas and the state is typically divided into four quadrants because each city is very, uh, I, I, I'm going to use the word polarized for lack of a better term, but in each corner, there's a larger city. So they are the, have the largest mall in Northeast Arkansas and Gannon, Mm. are you a Nickelodeon fan? Ah, not, not, not particularly. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I grew up more on the, the sports center top 10 than the watching SpongeBob, but um, okay. What, what, are you, what are you going for? The voice of Squidward Tentacles, Roger oh, yeah. Bumpus, is from Jonesboro, Arkansas. I thought that was interesting. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a very notable resident. Uh, that is right. What's the, what's the population of Jonesboro? You know, you talked about how, what, what was the, where was, um, what, what was, Arkansas it's about, Bluff. Uh, we talked about the most um, recent data. What? Yeah. Sorry. Oh no, I was, I was gonna say like, like when we when we talked about Arkansas Pine Bluff, we were kind of surprised about their population uh comparatively with Tallahassee. So what's Jonesboro's? Uh it's shorter. It is seventy-seven thousand three hundred and ninety-one as of twenty twenty. I don't know how COVID impacted the area. It might have gone down, who knows? It but, probably uh, uh, affected it drastically, uh, dramatically, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's a it's a good city. It is relatively safe. Um, it is one of the it is rated as one of the safest places to live in the entire country. There, they have one of the highest police officer like per capita rates in the country. Oh, that's and good. and they are one of the most prominent dare communities the the anti-drug people man oh my god dare i remember that (laughs) it's definitely a safer community and uh yeah they're they are home to arkansas state university the red wolves and what they call them up there is you might not have known this but they are regarded as a state just simply a they call them a state up there in arkansas and I say up oh, there, even though it's a oh, southern state. They, they call them, they call the college a state. Yeah, I thought you meant like everyone in Jonesboro calls like the the, the city or, or town of Jonesboro a state. And I, I was very confused. 
Oh no, sorry, that was a miscommunication on my behalf. I didn't know if they were going to if they like seceded from the state of Arkansas. <laughs> they haven't. Um, they haven't. One 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 question or one thing I wanted to turn attention to. Uh, what were what were the three P's of Jonesboro, Arkansas? The three the three P's: people, pride, progress. So I want to make sure that the the bubblers are aware and uh, th that the bubblers don't get confused. Uh, it's people, pride, and progress in Jonesboro, Arkansas. But the four P's of marketing are product, price, place, and promotion. So I I didn't want to. I know three P's and four P's, but it's very different. But yeah, three P's of Jonesboro are different from the four P's of marketing. I thought you were going somewhere else, else with that, and I'm glad you didn't because um, that would be bullying, and we don't bully Arkansas. It's one of my favorite states strictly because of their um, flamboyant basketball teams. And they're damn, but, they're damn the, 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 the aforementioned. Dan. Yeah, uh, Mammoth Springs. Mammoth Springs. On the northern border of uh, of Arkansas. Literally, you can see the Missouri sign from the Springs. Um, but I wanted to touch on their coach for a little bit again, if you don't care. Mike Bellato. Yeah. He has quite the history. He is a former Louisville assistant. And he comes from St. Thomas. He played at St. Thomas University in Miami. He is a Miami native. And in his time at Louisville, he went to the Sweet 16 in 2013-2014 season, Elite 8 in 2014-2015 season. I, I'm not sure. That might have been the Donovan Mitchell season. But and they then they accomplished the round of 32 in the 2016-2017 season. And like I said, this was all under his tenure at Louisville. But I thought that was pretty interesting. And his Miami transfer, he might have had those connections to help uh, Norchad Omir get a proper transfer who knows yeah the uh the rick the rick patino coaching chart he's a part of that so it's good for him i know he's been there from 2017 to the present and through that time he's led arkansas state to a 67 and 78 record and what that tells me is this team has has improved over over that time when he joined they they went um 11 and 21 and then they went 13 and 19, 16 and 16, 11 and 13, and 18 and 11. So improvement, real, just uh, improvement from start to finish uh, during his tenure, something, uh, something that you like to see in the coach. So uh, with, the, with the roster that we've talked about, I don't know if this is a team that's going to improve in the future. Um, you know, obviously the Sunbelt Conference isn't great. Um, oh, we've only talked about App State so far, and, and we are very so-so about App State. I feel like it's the same kind of way with um, Arkansas State, where if they pick off a few more in their conference, obviously they only went eight and seven on the year. They pick up, um, pick up a couple more wins against some of the middling teams in the Sun Belt, then that, that sets them up for a little bit more excellence. But uh, they, they lost to Georgia State in the second round of the Sun Belt Conference by three. So they, they could go further there. Um, it's, a, it's a very so-so team in general. 
I I like this team. I like the direction they're going to. I could see them yeah. making making the tournament. Maybe maybe not going anywhere with it, but at least making the tournament in the next three four years within that time range. Because the Sun Belt, like you said, it, it, we already talked about some of these schools: Arkansas State, Appalachian State. But like we can, they they, they can knock those guys off with the with the right amount of talent. And with AB taking the reins, I I think they can pull it off because ab is young uh he is a talented scorer and he can make a difference over in jonesboro absolutely yeah you know all arkansas state really needs is just uh one or two of the recruits i looked up norchad wasn't even like a he wasn't a ranked recruit at all he came out of a prep school uh not not ranked so they they have like like i looked like 15 years ago they had a few three stars they could somehow land like a four star somehow. I don't know. Um, that they could that they could improve in the future, but um, no no rated recruits this year. No one really of interest besides um, what, who we've discussed in AB. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, with that, do you wanna do you wanna jump into predictions and, and wrap this puppy up? Sure, I will lead off for you real quick. Um, yeah, go ahead. I think. I, I, I like this team. I I don't think they can make any tournament, you know, touch the tournament yet. But uh, like I said, I think they can uh, really improve on scoring. They just they're getting some height, like we mentioned. I don't know who they're getting, like height wise, but that's what matters in this conference, obviously. And I could see them getting two more wins. They went eighteen eleven last year, like you said. I can see them getting going, assuming they play 29 games. I uh, 20 and nine. That's my prediction. 20 and nine? Yes. And I, I, feel, I, like, I feel like so so in that instance, like if they're playing 29. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's fine. I, I was figuring like like if they're if they have 20, if they go 20 and nine, I feel like they're probably playing a few more games. But I guess that doesn't change the overall prediction. You have this team. Uh, improving honestly substantially. That means that they're probably going deeper in the conference tournament with a with a possible March Madness bid. That's bold. Um, I I was gonna no, say that's what, uh, I'm saying that's that's what you're saying. If they go twenty and nine, that could happen. Um, I I'm assuming those two wins are gonna be conference games on the road because that's where they that's where they sucked this year was on the road. They went six and seven and in conference, they went eight and seven. So I think in conference, they could notch one of those wins uh, at an away game. So we'll see. Oh, actually, wait, to, uh, to correct you, they only had three away. Like I'm talking, I'm talking like regular season in conference. I don't know if that's what you're looking at, but that's what I'm looking at away they only had uh in the regular season only three wins compared to one two three four five losses so so i i have that at three and five but are you looking at the correct year i am uh okay i think it must just be their source no no, you're you're talking about all uh all away away games oh you're looking at conference Games. I, I I was just looking at strictly conference. Yeah, like they lost two. They oh, lost okay. 
like they did was to like Texas Tech away. They lost to Illinois away. They played they played some good teams earlier on in the year. Um, but yeah, and they also beat teams like Arkansas Pine Bluff that we've talked about. Uh, Mississippi Valley State. We'll get to them. They're one of the worst teams in the NCAA. Um, okay, so you have this team improving uh, a, a bit. I am going to be a little bit more pessimistic. I think that Norchad just dominated. And unless they have a guy of that stature coming in, like I don't think AB is that guy year one. Um, I, I, think, I think they're going to take a, a step down, again, under the assumption that all other teams are trying to improve as well as they should. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say they have close to an even record. I'll say like, like 15 and 15, something like that. I think Norchad just did everything for this program. And now that he's gone there, I mentioned their second leading scorer is entering the transfer portal as well. Obviously players will step up. We think that AB could be a part of that picture, but looking at the, looking at the stats, I don't see, I can't pick out who that guy is. And I think they'll, they'll fall uh, back to like around 500. Go Red Wolves, man. That's all I got to say. Go Red Wolves, Jonesboro, move, move over there. It's a, it's a very safe, safe place to live. And, and we encourage everyone to do so. And of course, check out the dam at Mammoth Springs. It's uh, from what I've heard, uh, a truly fantastic place. But with that, thank you all for listening. And, uh, and we'll catch you later.